0: in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785 Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers. 785 I love bacon. It's hard to find somebody who doesn't love bacon. All bacon's good, right? Yeah, but some bacon is next level. And when I talk about next level, I'm talking about right brand bacon. We had so much up here that... Welcome to Wednesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. All right, let's go. I'll go first. And by me going first, I'll set up, Eddie. <laughs> All right. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is. Producer Eddie, everybody. Yes,
2: hey, there is an ad that popped up on my Instagram of fake tattoos that look really real. So I looked at it, and I'm like, ooh, I'm thinking about buying a couple of these and trying them out, putting them in different places on my body. Where? What do you mean? Where my body? Neck, Maybe.
0: No. Why would you go straight to neck? Why not? Because you would never get a neck tattoo even if you liked it. What you do is you get like an arm tattoo and you put that on.
2: I want to see how people treat me when I have this. Like when I go to my kids' baseball game. But
0: games. don't go zero to a hundred.
2: Get an arm tattoo. Okay. See how people treat you then. Okay. I mean, I think that will just be normal. And I, I do want to see how I feel when I walk around. Like, do I feel cool? You do don't.
0: I, you don't? I have tattoos. <laughs>
2: do you forget you have your yeah. tattoos? Yes. And I yeah. have them
0: all. I mean, I only have them on the right side of my body. I have a theory. The right side of my body is the only side of my body that gets injured ever. My foot, my shoulder. Oh. It's only the right side of my body. My theory is all the tattoos have weakened the right side of my body. Wow. The ink has weakened the right side of my body for some reason. It's the only side of me that gets hurt.
3: Interesting. Interesting.
0: It doesn't matter what it is. It could be an ankle. It could be a calf. It could be a foot. It could be a shoulder. It's only the right side. And what side do I have all my tattoos on? The right right side. side. Wow. I got the state of Arkansas. I got the microphone from the Radio Hall of Fame. My mom, my grandma, their initials. I have the mirror ball. So I got the last one, the big C for Caitlin, my wife, all on the right side. And it's the injured side. That could be something. My theory. I encourage you to get a tattoo, put it on, but put it on your arm so people can see it. Okay. And I tell you what, nobody's going to look at you any different. Really? If you get one on your neck or your face... They're going to not treat you the same, and you're not going <laughs> to like it. I won't
4: go face. No, well, don't I don't definitely like won't do face. All
0: right, next up, uh, period, he is, Lunchbox, everybody.
4: Listen, I played pickleball the other day for the first time, and I don't get all the hype. Everyone talks about pickleball's amazing. Pickleball's the greatest. We're at the park, and there is a line of people waiting to play pickleball because there was two courts, and they were both full. And I'm like, it is not that cool, guys. Like, it's, a lo- it's over- highly overrated.
0: I love playing pickleball because it's like tennis, but – less impact on your body. Yeah. And anybody can play. it. You don't really have to be a high-skill player to get out there and play pickleball. It's uh, paddles, like you're playing ping pong, a little bigger and square, but also a wiffle ball. So the ball's not like, whack, whack, You don't uh, have to be highly skilled. But it's like tennis, where you may hit one to the net and be like, dang, i got to try again. You can actually hit the ball back and forth, regardless of skill levels. Now, if you start competing, I have a couple friends that are really good that I play with sometimes, and they're really good, and it's tough. But the court's smaller. It's just easier. It's easier to get started. I think that's why people like it.
4: That's why people like it. I was like, it doesn't seem any more fun than tennis. Like it's like, it's well, I think it's a lot more fun than tennis because you actually get to play and not chase balls all over the place all the time.
0: All right. Well, I mean. You must have played with a bad
4: person. I mean, it's my wife. Oh. Oh. oh.
0: That's a bummer. Or maybe she played with a bad person.
4: <laughs> maybe that's what it is. All
0: right. Thank you. Up next, here she is. Amy, everybody.
1: Luckiest Girl Alive is a book that some of my friends read and they really liked it. Well, last week, Netflix put out the movie version starring Mila Kunis. And so I thought, well, I'm not going to take time to read the book. I'm just going to go straight in and watch the movie. And I thought it was so good. So I highly recommend it. I give it four knives out of five.
0: What is it about?
1: So it's about this girl. She has this really, what you would think, amazing life in New York. She dresses awesome, works at a high profile magazine, and marrying this really wealthy guy, Nantucket wedding, all these things. But then her past comes back to haunt her in a way. She was involved in a really awful school shooting and back in high school. And she has to revisit it through this documentary that's being made, and some other things come out in it. It's, it goes back and forth from her high school days to her present day, and it's really interesting. Is it
0: based on a true story? It's a book, but is it a true book?
1: I don't think so. Oh. I don't know. It's right, fiction.
0: Oh, she was convincing me. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> ah. no, we
1: you were it. so close. It, it's good. <laughs> all
0: right, all right. Play the voicemail, Ray. At six foot two from Arkansas, <laughs> from food staff to everyone's
3: Ball. Personal friend of Lionel Richie has problem going poo poo, not pee pee. Poo poo,
5: not pee pee. Come on, put your hands together for Bobby Big headed. Boom. All right, all right, all right.
0: I love. I'm getting taller too. It's amazing. So I don't have Stanley back yesterday. He had surgery yesterday. I'll pick him up after work today. So a lot of people asking. I have no idea. He lived. Two thumbs up. He had ACL surgery on both of his legs. One ACL was completely gone. So, I will pick him up today and I will let you know. Another thing is, somebody wrote a, a mean comment on Instagram about Stanley. And I got so, I got more offended at someone saying Stanley was fat than they could have ever oh. said. One, he's a bulldog. And you do call him fat. Well, but it's like picking on your brother. Correct. I get to pick on my brother.
6: <laughs> you can do that.
0: Yeah. Nobody else does. And also, he's a little fat because his legs hurt. He can't run like he used to. Give him a break. And I almost went at that person hard. And I didn't. I, I control myself. Good for you. <laughs> And I don't always. There's somebody that's been tagging Scuba Steve on stuff, like telling on me to Scuba Steve. And I'm like, you're telling on me to like my partner in crime? Like, Did you did you see the pe- person that's like the ma- the people in the school with the masks that were scaring the kids? Oh, I just, yeah, I ignored that. Like, and I was whatever. like, you had, the kids need to be at least in fourth grade before you start scaring them. But I said, it's funny. But you can't do that. And she was all... I okay, can't like tagging the comp- she was like yeah cancelling me tagging the company tagging Scuba Steve and I was like you tagging Scuba Steve okay <laughs> <laughs> like that he's was. with me uh, so but I never said they should do it I actually said they shouldn't do yeah,
4: it so, yeah th-
0: yeah people get all butthurt over everything anyway and I got butthurt over them saying Stanley was fat <laughs> even though he is but I will let you guys know later today on social media how Stanley is doing <laughs> time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello uh, Bobby Bones. I have three daughters. Nine, twelve, and sixteen. My sixteen year old's being a typical teenager and she wants her privacy at all times. She now is asked if she can put a lock on her bedroom door so she can lock her room when she's not home. I told her there's no reason to have a lock on her door unless she's hiding something from me. I also told her that her room would become a disgusting mess if I let her put a lock on her door. She swears she's not hiding anything, but she wants to keep her sisters out of her room so they can't borrow clothes or makeup, etc. She's also promised to keep her room spotless if I put a lock on her door. I'm a single mom. I have no one to discuss this with other than my mother, who I know would say, no way, to a lock on the door. So what do you think? Is it a good idea or a bad idea to let my 16-year-old daughter put a lock on her bedroom door? Sign. Cecilia. I think, uh, listen, teenagers want their privacy. And I think Amy's dealing with this now too. Daughter's a little younger. But I don't think a lock is bad as long as you have a key. Her sisters don't get a key. I think a lock is fine as long as you, the mom, can always get in the room if you need to get in the room. I think that's the issue. And I think the compromise is, sure, put a lock on. That way she feels like you trust her. Honestly, there's some, some responsibility that's given to her. But you also have the key to the lock. And anytime you want to get in that door, you can unlock that door and get in the door. And she's never going to keep her room spotless. We all know that's that's not going to happen. Maybe for a week or so, then out the door. I used to do stuff like that, too.
1: I promise I'll I do promise. this yeah. forever.
0: Uh, so I don't think... 11, 16 is... That's an that's an older teenager, too. It's time to start giving a 16-year-old some responsibility. If you can have a driver's license, you should probably get a lock on your door.
1: But here's the thing, too. She wants to lock it whenever she's leaving the house, which I think is okay. You could create a rule where it's like, hey, when when we're all home together... There's no reason for you to have the door locked. Like, Unless so you want to
0: keep your sisters out. You They're can barging cop- in.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, then that's something you need to deal with with the sisters. I could see giving my daughter a lock on her door for when she's away, if like her little brother's being annoying. But when we're home, I don't even like my daughter being in her room with the door shut. I'm like, you can hang out in your room, what but the? let's like open the door.
0: Even the door the shut? Wow. Yeah, she's also like 14. Her- 14 and 16 are different, though. Okay,
1: but I don't... Okay, yeah, my daughter's 15. I don't like her being isolated she can get very sucked into her room and be alone and i just want her to have you know a little bit of light from the outside world
0: i don't know i like to be isolated in my room I, that was that's where i really
1: she hasn't popped me on it
0: that yeah i mean that's where i really like recharged was isolation yeah and in my room where nobody could get to me and i never had a bedroom i mean i would closets you know uh campers that's where i would go and shut yeah. everything I think a 16-year-old deserves a lock on her door. Whatever you guys decide, you should still have access to it, even if you do give her a lock. So I don't think you're crazy for feeling this way. But I think at 16, she should probably get a lock as long as you can get in the room. Lunchbox.
4: Listen, a 16-year-old can drive. She can lock the car doors. Why can't she lock her bedroom door? It's not a big deal. You know that you have access to that room anytime you want by taking that door off the hinges and go look in there. Or, a key. <laughs> or, a, key. Yeah. or a key. Or a key. Or yeah. a key. Yeah. Yeah, you pin. don't have to go full. Take the door off the hinges. Okay. Baby. Or a key. And so guess what? Let her have the lock. It's not a big deal.
0: I think we all agree in a forum there. Give her the yeah, it's
4: not <laughs> worth the battle. Like, that's one battle that's not worth fighting.
1: Well,
0: is like, you can take an axe to the door You can take time. your foot and put it right through there. You could. <laughs> All yeah. good. All right, that's the mailbag. Thank you very much. Close it up. We've got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. On the phone, Justin, who lives in Nashville. Hey, Justin, what's going on, buddy?
7: My side of the family is mad because I'm wanting to take my wife's name.
0: Well... Besides the traditional, she takes my name. Okay. And they don't want to get mad at me because I'm trying to do that because I've got four brothers. So our name's going to carry on. But my wife's side only has two daughters. So it ends with him. So I'm trying to carry on his name. Yeah. Let me say this, first and foremost. I think that is a completely selfless thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's something. If... The name doesn't move. You only have daughters, and you're not actually moving the name on, and that's important to you. The fact that, Justin, you're going to step in and go, I can actually help this family that I am not blood with. I'm now married into, but I'm not blood with, but I want to keep the name going. Selfless, A+, two thumbs up, love to hear it. You also have three brothers, so your name does get to roll down. Um, I think Lunchbox reacted in the way that a lot of people would react, especially men with that toxic masculine energy, they would go, Ugh, what? Why don't you like it?
4: It is just not, you're going to get made fun of for the rest of your life and every sounds single- Sounds like an adult. No, no, no. <laughs> every single person you're going to meet and you introduce them, oh, and you're going to say last name, like, you took your wife's last name? They're going to give you looks and they're going to be like, man, this dude doesn't wear the pants in relationship. It's just a bad look and a bad, and then she knows she has the power over you forever because she has the last name.
0: Or, now, I'll play counterpoint, Justin. I think it's a great thing that you're doing Especially knowing why you did it. And we only do that where we make our women have our name because that's how we're told it's supposed to be done. The man just takes over and the woman gets his name, and that's how it is. I mean, we, the fact that we do that to me feels a little archaic, honestly, still at this point. If you want to have matching names for your kids, I get it. But why not keep individual names and just, if you have a son, give him, give your kids her last name? Have you thought about that, or do you just want to have the same last name? Well, we've got a son that has her last name. Oh, my
4: gosh. Oh, boy.
7: So that's why I also wanted to carry on the name because since her son, I'm adopting him. So I wanted to carry on his name so he wouldn't,
2: you
0: know, yeah, yeah, yeah. wonder yeah. why. I like this guy. I
1: mean, yeah, you're, you're forward thinking. That's a, that's a second yeah.
0: selfless thing <laughs> yeah. to take a name just because the son and he wants to match with the son. So it feels to him more like a traditional family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Justin, I think it's awesome. Love to see it. Uh, I'll just say I think it's it, – I gave you all the things. A plus, thumbs up, two eyeballs, and nickel. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> what you want from me as far as prizes, but I would give you every prize. I think it's great. I think the fact that we do things simply because people did them before us but actually there's no real reason to do them, I think that's, to me, a bit crazy. But do it, take her name, roll on, you know? Yes, sir. Anything else to add, Lunchbox?
4: Listen, man, you can adopt the, the kid once you get married. You get You adopt the kid, and then he takes your last name – Boom! everything's solved. Don't go to her name. It's going to be a bad situation for the rest of your life, and you're going to be you're going to be second Ow. in the relationship.
0: But he's also an adult. You're like you're going to make fun right. of on the playground, right. like, middle so he's school. Like thirty. How old are you, Justin? I'm thirty six. Okay.
4: Yeah, yeah.
0: You do you. Made fun of you. All right. And where yeah. you said she would have control, it could be the opposite because you're doing a big thing here. And you're you're going. I'm gonna give up my last name. Do you know how many hours of PlayStation or golf you have right there in the in the account?
2: Oh yeah, racking them up.
0: Limitless. Like get off the PlayStation. I got your last name. Do you
2: remember when I did that?
0: Yeah. How about that? <laughs> that? I don't like that. Oh, but it's a transactional world. <laughs> okay. Uh, Justin, we like you. That's really cool. I think you should go forth. Okay. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. Yes, sir. See you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. It's
3: time for the good news
1: with Lunchbox. Tell me
4: something good. Tiffany McFall is an 18-year-old high school student, and she's taking some nursing classes because that's what she wants to do for a living. Well, she had class that day, and then that night she goes to her job at a swim school, and one of her coworkers has a seizure in the pool. Mm. And they had gone over that lesson earlier that day in high school, wow. so she knew exactly what to do, jumped in the pool, and saved her friend.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's really cool and really lucky they just learned that. And then I saw another thing, too, where they have these like little chips you can put on a kid. Stick onto them. And if they're swimming and they stop moving, it goes off. And so you know if they've, like, they haven't dropped, but they're in the process of drowning. Wow. Right. Whoa. Wow. Like if they, like, pet. Pa- so it's something new they've developed where they it's like a thing, a chip you can wear. You mm. have to insert it into your body. So it's kind anything.
4: of like an AirPad or I what do you call those things? air. air, tag. air- it's
0: yeah, like I an AirTag. I would say it's like an air tag mixed with an Apple Watch. Yeah. Because it can also oh. judge, like, your... But it's pretty cool they, they can do that. It's pretty cool that she saved her, too. All right, Lunchbox. Awesome story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Lunchbox, Marty McGuire is in what band? Marty. Oh, that's the Chicks. That's correct. Wow. Good job. I but didn't know that. That's what this game is going to be? She's not even a lead singer any now, No. That. Uh, let's put Chris on in Georgia. Hey, Chris, how are you, buddy?
5: I'm doing good, Bob. How you doing? I love the
0: energy, man. <laughs> Your energy lifts me up. Bye-bye. I appreciate that. Woo! Woo! All right. So you're gonna play for a hundred dollars, a Sonic gift card. Okay. Ah, uh, yes, sir. Sounds like a deal. Uh, Did it's a heck of a deal. Because you, you can actually lose nothing. So Lunchbox All is right. going to get seven country bands. Oh. So if he's able to get five of the seven, you win the Sonic gift card. Okay? Anything you want to say to Lunchbox
4: to pump him up?
5: Well, I got faith in you, but I got much hope. But
0: He's got we faith, got this lunchbox. but not a lot of hope. Oh. Wow. Okay. Faith, right.
4: but no hope. That seems just like a, what do you call that? I'll a see, I moron. would think
0: there'd be a lot of hope, but no faith. I think it'd be the opposite. I don't know. But but I whatever. It.
4: All right, let's I, go. I, he doesn't believe in me. That's all I heard. Lunchbox, I will play you a band in oh. country music. You're going to play the band? I'll tell you. You that's just easy? name the band. I thought like you were just going to name band members. I was going to name them. Nope. Name the That'd band. Here we go. Did, heard here. Go down to Georgia, Alabama.
0: Alabama's his answer.
4: Yep. Uh, show me Alabama. Ross,
0: that is Charlie Daniels' band.
4: Dang! Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was close. Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh, they the same, same era? Oh, yeah. Well, Alabama's still alive. <laughs> it's the same era. Okay. Oh, is Charlie Daniels dead? Yeah. Yeah. Oh.
0: yeah, he died like a year ago or so,
4: right? Uh, R.I.P. Wow. All
0: right, next up, name the band. I can't tell you the name of the song, though, because
4: that, that. I already know the right. name of the songs. I nail them. Okay, here we go. Number two. Go.
0: You're going right back to that wheelhouse? Going back to Alabama. The answer is Alabama. Yeah! So I
5: oh, so- you trying to so- get me. I didn't. You it's you it's, it's me. literally less than that. I
0: didn't see that. <laughs> Next up, name this band. I could probably even tell you the title of this one. Hold oh, no. on. Uh, Old Dominion. Incorrect. Dang it! That is Even If It Breaks Your Heart by Eli Young Band. Oh, I should have known I that. I knew that. Chris. Oh.
6: Hello!
5: Hey, <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's so good. How you feeling about this one, buddy?
5: I'm I, I'm getting a little bit of in Shannon. Yeah. He likes to play pop in some of
4: the time, but. Hey, Chris, this, this is how it works, man. I'm just letting you get nervous, and then I'm gonna start nailing him.
5: Hey, I mean, I would not tell you, I ain't nervous at all. I'm having
4: a good time. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> ah! So, it, Lunchbox
0: has to get four out of four. The next four. That's fine. Hey, you got said that it. last time, though. Chris. Here's the thing. I'll give you a chance. You can actually turn on Lunchbox. Wow. wow! And work against him.
5: Oh. So. you oh, work?
0: Well, if you think Lunchbox, because he, he's not gonna get all four, but if you think Lunchbox hater. will get less than three, like if he gets three, he wins. If you want to go, Lunchbox only gets two or less. uh Being a Lunchbox hater, that means he's not gonna get any more than two. Oh no, I'm
6: not a Lunchbox.
0: Okay, he's sticking with Lunchbox. All right, let's okay. go. lunchbox. Yeah. Right, I'm sticking with you. Okay. Here we go. Next
4: up. Come on. Name the band. <clears throat> Nitty gritty dirt band, nitty gritty brand, nitty uh. nitty gritty dirt band.
0: You think that's a real band?
4: Nitty gritty dirt band, that is it.
0: That's correct. Yeah! Oh! I, it! I got it. I got that. Come on, lunch! Let's see dark. if we can get
4: the next one. I told you. Let's see if I you. told you there's a comeback kid right yeah. here. All right, comeback comeback kid. Kid. come back kid. Come back Here we go. Here we go. Ooh. Little Texas. Yeah, got Cor- it.
0: Correct.
5: Yeah, got
4: it.
0: He's on a roll. If you get this, he wins. <sighs> go ahead.
4: You might as well play you some go because that's it. We're going to Sonic Land Co. Boom.
0: How confident are you?
4: 100% cherry limeade whoa, on top. What? A cherry limeade on top? Yeah, you know, like when you it's say a, well, the cherry. "cherry on top." Yeah. Not cherry, cherry limeade on top, but I was doing cherry limeade.
6: Okay, uh, okay. That is
4: Lanco. <laughs> Boom, brought it home. Uh, ha.
0: The answer is Lanco. Yeah! yeah! Lanco! Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way having to figure out how to pay the bill. I would have to pay it. You know, somebody did, but St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in Hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through One Woman's Vision, audible.com slash the boar's nest.
1: All right, if you want to look cute and feel comfortable at the same time when you're, you know, at a festival or a concert because it's festival and concert season right now, it's going to be all about the boots. And Takova's boots is where it's at. That is your stop before attending your next concert. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S. And find your new favorite pair of boots today.
0: Over on the phone line right now is Kathy. Kathy, what's going on?
7: Good morning. Good morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Hey, I was watching uh, live with Garth last night that he does from his studio. And he was talking about you and... Uh, what a wonderful guy you are and how kind you are and how good you are to people. He was talking about the Raging Idiots, although he didn't say the Raging Idiots, but he said, uh, you know, they have a little band and they opened for me and they were really good. I mean, he was just really positive about you. And then he talked about texting you and then he had to call you to prove that it was really him or something like that. That's
0: so funny. First, let me say this. I love Garth. You're never going to meet a bigger Garth person than me. Because I love him and he's always been so kind and generous. I want to tell you how unhealthy I am right now with my, when I hear this and my mental health. All I hear, it's again, you're talking about oh, gosh. The, the greatest, the greatest of all time, the greatest American artist of all time, in that nobody sold more albums, nobody tours like him. I don't care what format you're in, the kindest, sweetest guy, professionally has set standards. Do you know what I he- heard in that conversation? He said, my little band. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Out of all that? Mm-hmm. That's how unhealthy I am, though. Dang. I think anybody else would go, wow, that's really sweet. But me, I am s- like, I'm just like, band, my band must suck. We're little. I heard the the part where he said the band was good. Yeah. I didn't hear. I swear to you, I did not hear that. Well,
1: shoot, maybe I'm unhealthy too because I heard that for you.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think you just know me well enough. to Probably know it's I fo- like
1: for you. Yeah, yes. I, need to, I like, need to stop that. Yeah, I
0: need to stop. But that is that's awesome. And then yeah, the the story with Garth is, I got a text from him. It was it was April Fool's. When it's April Fool's, you don't believe anything. And I thought, and who knows? Garth probably has nine cell phones. If I were that famous. Pfft, I, I probably I wouldn't have. I just have one landline, I'd hook it up in different where, different places I went, <laughs> right? I would just do something so people couldn't get a hold of me. And so I thought I had a number that was Garth So I get a text that was a different number and it's like, "Hey man, what's up?" And I'm like, "I ain't answering that. I don't know who that is." It's like, "Hey, it's do you want to open up a show?" Huh? I don't know who this is, I write. Would well, you yeah. it's in, in Arkansas. How do like to open up a show in Arkansas? It'd be awesome. Razorback Stadium. The G-man Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's hey. A, it's me, G-Man. <laughs> sure it is. Sure it is. And so I don't respond for a, for hours. And then I respond back, and I remember I go, okay, this isn't, this isn't Garth. Look, wh- who is this isn't this? April Fool's. And so we do the whole April Fool's back and forth. And then I said, okay, if this is Garth, I'm challenging whomever this is nice. now. Call me at 1 o'clock and prove it to you. And so he said, okay. And sing a song. And so, yeah. <laughs> I want friends in low, <laughs> low places from the chorus as soon as I answer. And so uh, it's about 12.55, and I say, hey, someone's going to prank me to my wife. So we're had we, we going to record it. And I said, I'm going to put it on speaker, and I'm not being fooled by this April Fool's joke. And so my wife's sitting next to me. We're getting ready to record it. Rings. I answer it, put it on speaker. Hello? Hey, man, it's Garth. But he doesn't have this big, pronounced, booming Trace Atkins voice. Garth's a normal dude when he talks, and I'm like, "Yeah, sure it is. Who is this really? April Fools?" He goes, "No, man, it's Garth. Really, do you want to go open up?" And my wife elbows it. She turns her phone off. She goes, "I'm not recording this. That really is Garth." She goes, "Mute it." And so I mute it real quick. She goes, "That's Garth." So I unmute it, and I'm like, "Is this Garth?" Like he's <laughs> gonna then go. You got me. It's not. And he goes, "Yeah." He said, "Do you want to open up?" And I was like, "Oh, this is. I- I'm sorry for the past six hours where I was questioning everything about you." <laughs> but yeah, Garth's awesome. Um, and all that story is is true and amazing and it was really one of the the most fun things I've ever got to do because it was home in Arkansas, it was 70,000 people, it was 80,000 people that was amazing, yeah and then it was opening for Garth Brooks so that was really sweet of him, thank you because I had no idea Kathy so thank you for letting me know that yeah,
7: you're welcome, we just adore you,
0: thank you very much, there's the one right here, we have the one person, (laughs) Kathy yes, Kathy, hey I hope you have an awesome week and thank you for calling and sharing that
7: Uh,
1: bye, bye bye pretty cool huh, yeah, it's
0: awesome I don't really know where to go. Do you want to play a guard song? Now yeah. I'm in the mood to play a guard song. Let me think, what am I in the mood for right now? Because it's not friends in low places, because I already got my fix there when I thought about it. Like the river is always good. Oh away. man, so good. Can't go wrong. You just want to do the river? You know what yeah. dream is like, like a river. We'll just sing it. Let's not even play it. <laughs> Acapella that. from the from the start. <laughs> this is Randy who's calling the voicemail line.
8: Hey Mr. Bob Bones this morning I heard y'all on the radio and uh, when y'all was talking about how y'all not like every other radio show, uh, all I gotta say is y'all are awesome. I listen to y'all every morning and trust me, I'm glad you're not like every other boring radio show If you were, I'd be asleep halfway to work. y'all make me laugh and I love that
0: so y'all keep up the good work and have a wonderful day. Thank y'all Appreciate that, Randy and what I meant just for context, is we don't sound good. I mean, that's what I mean. Uh, radio shows sound good. Professional broadcasters, great voices, can speak with clarity. You can't understand half the words I'm saying sometimes when I get excited. So that's what I meant. Like, we're not like other shows and it's difficult to listen to us at first because you're like, what is this crap? But we hope that you hear us and you're like, oh, they're they're pretty normal. They're weird, but they're normal and they think like me or they there's someone on the show that, that you relate to the we're most. We're weird? Yeah, I mean, of course. I mean, I'm as nervous. I've... You? I've never been relatable in the way of, like, the way I think. I'm neurotic. Sometimes people go, like, man, you're just not relatable anymore. I've never been relatable. That's true. I have, I have bizarre thoughts. I'm, uh, but pretty open and honest and try to share, you know, authentic feelings, as uncomfortable as it may be. But, uh, you know, I've always been a bit bizarre. I mean, look at all of us. We all have Lunchbox is probably the most stable of all of us. Yep. Uh, like, mm. like <laughs> childhood. <laughs> Yeah. How he ended up like <laughs> this, true. I don't know. I think he meant. But yeah. like the most <laughs> nuclear, happy, healthy family, great neighborhood, mm-hmm. great. I mean, just like per balance, and then it's on a platter. And then this came. But out. that's life, you know. That showbiz, baby. Never know what's gonna happen there. Uh, here's uh, Amanda in Wyoming.
8: Morning studio. I uh, just wanted to say thank you, Bobby, for doing the Sunday show. I bought tickets for Vegas for my husband's birthday, and we are driving from Wyoming to Vegas. And my husband, fortunately, wanted to stay an extra day, so we will be there Sunday. So thank you for not just taking the money and still doing the show. We love you guys.
0: Well, Lunchbox is giving me some crap for not taking the money and just not doing a show. I yeah. mean, you
4: you taken the hard way out.
0: You should take the easy way out. So what happened is the Vegas show I'm doing at the Win, which was a Saturday night, They said there's the theater. These are problems with the theater, basically. So we'll just pay you fully. Don't do the show. I was like, wow, really? I said, well, can I do it Sunday? Because we have so many listeners that are coming out to Vegas that have made the trip. And I know some of them aren't going to be able to stay on Sunday, but it's better than nothing at all. I said, can I do the show on Sunday? They said, okay, yes, we can have the theater ready on Sunday. So I'm going to do the show on Sunday. Still going to go do the show. But I think the, the issue with Lunchbox was I could have done nothing and got paid.
4: Yeah, it's like a dream come true. They're going to pay you to do nothing. Everybody in this world thinks, man, how can I get paid to do nothing? And you have this opportunity and you're <laughs> not going to take is that what everybody it. in the
0: world thinks? Absolutely. How can I get paid to do nothing? I mean, that'd be what, nice. 100%. But I never think about it. I think, like, how can I work smarter, not harder? That's what I think. Well,
4: you're you're working harder than smarter on this. Well, I feel like listeners are co-
0: – I haven't done a single show west – and I'm gonna go do the the one in uh, in Vegas. I'm gonna do it Sunday night now, and hopefully you guys can stay. And that's it. And then it'll be great.
1: It's the more fulfilling option. Yes, uh, I, don't, I just don't
4: want to screw our people over that are right. that have made plans to come out there. Of just course. imagine, you won't be tired. You won't have to travel, and you get money in your bank account. Same amount you're gonna get. Half you travel all the way out there, see people, get exhausted. I mean. Just saying. That is working for nothing. That's Work smarter. making something. Yeah. Working smarter, not harder. Yep.
0: All right. Well, I'm going to do it, and it's going to be awesome. I'm not sure. I'm sure people are going to get refunds that can't stay, and I'll let you know if there are tickets available.
1: Here's
0: Amy's pile of stories.
1: There's this high school football coach. His name is Conchance. He has been coaching for 19 years, and he just quit because the parents got way too nasty. Like, he had to start telling his wife and his daughter to not even come to games anymore because he was worried about how they were getting treated because of his right. coaching.
0: They must oh. be losing. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, but still but also, it's a toxic yeah. environment. Anybody that can coach, but they must be losing. That happens when you lose. <laughs> if you're winning, that ain't a thing. But, yeah, that stinks. And I would imagine, too, there are so many more ways to harass someone like a coach. Social media, talk crap about them, DM them, Anonymous accounts. That it's a different level of stress. I know Eddie's coaching his kids basketball right now.
2: Mm-hmm. We're early wait, on. Wait till you lose. Yeah, I haven't. Played I'm gonna any be. Games I'm gonna yet. be messaging you. No, you don't suck.
0: No, don't do that, please.
2: <laughs> why did you call that play in the third quarter? <laughs> You're an idiot. But, but
0: you have par- parents all over you, aren't you?
2: I'm, I'm expecting that.
0: Even just to play, even if you win. But like their kids need to play more.
2: I, I'm gonna try to remind myself to sub them equally that way. But I don't that, get. Any, but
0: you shouldn't do that. Why not? You shouldn't... It's not communist basketball. They're nine
2: years old. I think they all
0: need a... You know, after about six, <laughs> I think you can have the starter start and the subs come in. Yeah.
1: I mean... But...
0: Uh, we'll see. Uh, that's we'll
1: reasonable. See. But this coach, he had to start getting an escort to his car. His assistant coaches were being followed to the bathroom and harassed there. What, so what, Where
0: do they live? Yeah. <laughs> what? Is this also in <laughs> Russia?
1: Listen, before my son started playing football, the coaches sat us parents down and said straight up, like... Talk to us if you've got any concerns, but like, don't talk to us at the same time. But
0: what's happening there is not common. Having people follow them to the bath that's not normal. Okay, That must be Texas football. (laughs) That's the only place it could be. All right, what else?
1: So this retired nurse who's 52 years old, she's from Kentucky, her name's Penny, and uh, she ate some shellfish. She's allergic to that. She had this crazy reaction and went into a coma. Mm. She said while she was in a coma... She met
0: God. You know, I've been either sitting or bending over the toilet and felt like I've met God a few times been <laughs> sick. Where you're just, your guts are just being ripped from the inside. And I'm like, please, oh, God. And then he, sometimes he answers. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. She yeah.
1: said that she complained to him about all the hardships that she and her children have had to endure. And she asked him why he allowed this suffering. And she said that he said, listen, you're going to be rewarded in the afterlife. Mm-hmm. The suffering here I got you on the other side, but she claims when she woke up, this is a conversation she had with God.
0: Two things I want to say about this. Number one, prove she didn't. Can't do it. You can't. Oh. You cannot prove that she didn't eat bad shellfish and that was a bridge for her to meet God. <laughs> can't, can't, can't prove that you that can't, didn't happen. You can't. You can't prove that she didn't go to Captain D's. <laughs> the boat. And then the next thing you know, she's meeting the big man. Prove it. You can't, Right. Number two, what if there is a magical shellfish that oh if next level if rotted just right is actually the gateway to a more spiritual place. We just don't know it yet.
6: Mm.
1: And hmm? she happened to have She happened it. to
0: randomly at the exact day and time where it rotted just the right amount of time, swallowed it.
2: But are you willing to go into a coma to meet God?
0: I'm not willing to eat shellfish for fun. Just generally. I'm just, that's not my thing for the most part. So, no, there's a few steps I'm not willing to do. But, although I think she's probably full of crap. She just got sick. All right, what else?
1: Have you ever had your zipper down on stage? Yeah,
0: many times. Uh, Especially if I go to the bathroom in the middle of a show. Like, when I do my show now, Comedically Inspirational, there's a segment where I get to go on the back. Where we're running a video, it's like five minutes, and I've walked out with my pants unzipped, and then you have to like slyly like turn to the side and zip it up and make it a move. Yes, but yeah, a few times. Well,
1: I asked because Kelsey Ballerini was doing uh, one of her shows recently, and she is on stage front and center singing away, and her fly is down, and her fans are trying to scream at her to zip it up, but she thinks they're screaming for the song.
6: <laughs> Does she have a song
0: called Zip Your Fly? <laughs> <laughs> okay. She's like, I don't have a song called XYZ, guys.
1: Well, what's that? Yeah. So anyway, she handled it well. I XYZ
0: mean, is?
2: Is that the code that's on the zipper? Examine your zipper. Yeah. Oh, I You
0: guys didn't know that? No. no. Damn, that joke went so yeah. All right, that's that. it. Yeah, I'm
1: Amy. That's my pile.
6: That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time
3: for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good.
0: For Anthony Morales' 25th birthday, he did not want a big party. Instead, he chose to give back to those in need in his community. Anthony enlisted help from his family, including siblings and cousins, to put together 500 bags of food and bottled water and distribute them to people living on the streets in downtown Los Angeles. I mean, think of that. Of all the birthday parties you could have, that's what you have people do.
2: Yeah, you can get whatever you want. You can ask people to get you whatever they want.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know about whatever. Well, but but you know. Reasonable. Within reason. Within reason. (laughs) The choice to use his birthday as a chance to be charitable. His family says we're not surprised. He's always been the type who always wants to give back. And here is Anthony right here.
6: Not everyone's life is the same. And that if they're in the position to help others, uh, they definitely
0: should. So doing this with them meant a lot. Anthony Morales, happy 25th birthday. Great story. That's what it's all about.
6: That was Tell Me Something
0: Good. <laughs> Your top three songs in country music this week. At number three, Luke Combs, The Kind of Love We Make.
3: Girl, it, it,
0: number two, Morgan Wall and you, Proof.
9: I need you Prove.
0: Number one, Cole Swindell, She Had Me at Heads Carolina. It's the same as last week. Same three. Three, two, one. Pretty good little three song yeah, a sample group. there yeah. sometimes we do a three song sample and it is garbage I mean <laughs> this one's pretty good though uh. between Combs and Wallen and Swindell that's a pretty good one the number one pop song is Post Malone I Like You, oh girl, I like you. I we'll put that on the dance party this week so there you go those are your big songs and music let's go over now and get in The Morning Corny with Amy The Morning Corny
1: What did one autumn leaf say to another
0: What did one autumn leaf say to another
7: Falling for you. <laughs> that was
0: the morning corny. Scariest movie ever seen. Best scary movie ever seen. It can be the same. In a second, I'll go to movie Mike first since he is the movie expert. But the experts say these are the top five scariest movies of all time. Number five. I've never heard of it. It's called It Follows from Netflix, 2014. I've heard of It. Yeah, The Clown. I didn't watch it, but It Follows. Mike, is that any part of It? Do you know about this one?
6: Oh, uh, it's not part of It, but it's a really good movie. It's a part where a curse is passed along through people through, like, hooking up. Whoa. Also oh. known as an
0: STD. Correct, <laughs> I've heard of those. Yes, that's what that sounds like, a documentary <laughs> of an STD. Uh, number four, The Shining, 1980. That's on HBO Max right now. That's is great. that Jack Nicholson? That is Jack Nicholson. As does he go, here's Bobby. Johnny, Johnny. <laughs> like
6: Johnny. Car- oh, oh.
0: <laughs> Number three, Paranormal Activity, two thousand seven. What's that? That's where it's like all the cameras in the
6: house capturing all the I ghost activity. That. I don't watch that. Didn't we think that was real for a second? Was it one of those where we debated it? It's like found footage, but was never really set up as real. Found footage.
0: Yeah, but fake found footage. Fake found footage. Yeah. Okay. Number two, Halloween, nineteen seventy eight. Is that Jamie Lee Curtis? That is
2: her. So good. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's so yeah. good. Wait, what is it? What do you mean? It's like when she first meets Michael. Michael oh, Myers, right? Oh, Michael Myers yeah. Yeah. Halloween? Yeah. I don't even know what he does. Yeah. I don't
0: watch scary movies, but I don't know what he does. What's his thing, Michael Myers? What do you kills, mean?
6: He, he kills he babysitters. Kills
0: he kills what? Babysitters. Didn't know that. I didn't know he had a specialty. Hey, like maybe his you should niche watch this. Would, no, I'm not watching this. Okay. <laughs> By the way, his mask, this is the fun fact that I do know, Michael Myers' mask, if you know the answer, don't say it. Okay. Do you know who that is? Think about the picture. Lunchbox, can you see him right now with a white mask? Mm-hmm. Who is that? What do you mean, who is it? That mask is made after somebody's face. Really? A guest on our show recently. I have no idea. William Shatner. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Look at a picture of him. Google it up. I know you're up. on Facebook over there. I mean, the it's all friends.
2: torn up so it doesn't look like William Shatner.
0: But yeah, yeah. But that's the that's a William Shatner-based <laughs> yeah. mask. Number one is from 1973, The Exorcist. That's the number one scariest movie of all time. Is it because they do an exorcism? Yeah. Is that the one where they say even the set was haunted? Yeah, that's when people died. Does their head flip around? 360 degrees. I know that one. Never seen it. There's so many old movies that are scary, though. Top five, there's one in 80, 78, and 73. Why do we suck at making scary movies now? Oh, there's still some great ones. There are. I think just the classics came out in the 70s. Is it like when we go, Joe DiMaggio, greatest baseball player of all time? Correct. Is it because everybody else was stupid and sucked? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we just go, that guy who's a pretty generic athlete is the best. Is that basically what it was? Exactly. Okay, so we'll go around the room. Give me the scariest, scary movie of all time first. Eddie? Blair Witch Project. Is it because you thought that was real for a Correct. while? Correct.
2: When yeah. it came out, I mean, no one said it was fake. So we all watched it as if it was real.
0: And there wasn't an internet to tell us it was fake. Yeah. If you can that's scary too not having internet Ooh, <laughs> that's your horror movie yeah, no it's like no Wi-Fi
4: <laughs> wasn't invented yet uh, Luxbox scariest oh I'd say it I mean just walking by a gutter for a while you're just like man what the that's the clown I'm yeah Amy the ring
0: come out of the TV Huh? That's the girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Sorry. I thought you meant... Was it on TV? I saw it in the movie theater in 2002 as a date night for my sorority, and I was so mortified. My date was even scared. Like, we were terrified.
0: So she comes out of the screen, right? It's a movie you watch, and then she comes out to kill you? After seven days. Oh, there's a time limit. Yep. So creepy. Minus 28 days later, which almost happened. Mm -hmm. So there's a monkey. And this, to me, wasn't, like, horror. I I don't like scary movies. But I like... Movies that are accurately predicting how we're all going to die. And that movie, that, that monkey has a virus and everybody gets the virus. That is scary. That almost happened here. Except we ate monkey bra- bat brain. <laughs> you know that was some man-made stuff telling us there was a bat and some soup. Shut up. Uh, the number one, Mike, what do you got? I have The Conjuring from 2013. I knew you'd have a good
6: one I never heard of. It's about this family dealing with this like possession type situation. The mom gets possessed. It's kind of like a modern-day exorcist. Oh, my God. But I watch so many scary movies, it's very rare for one to scare me. This one got me. Why did it scare you? Oh, there's some haunting images in this, and you'll have nightmares after watching this movie.
0: Oh. And you like that?
6: I love that. You like
0: having nightmares?
6: I like something that evokes that kind of emotion in me that makes me scared, that makes me question
0: reality. This movie did that for me. I don't like to be scared for any reason whatsoever. Nope. I don't like any kind of scare. Pregnancy scare, monster scare, uh, when you have to slam on your brakes because you're scared you're going to rear-end somebody. None of those feelings are fun. Best of all time. Now, it doesn't have to be the scariest, but the movie classified as horror that you enjoyed. I'll go first. Get Out. Jordan Poole. Well, that's twisted. Good. Peel. Whatever. Jordan Poole got punched by <laughs> Draymond Green. <laughs> Same. Both Both of them. Uh, yeah, that was just tough. Uh, Get Out was good. I did not think that I would like it at all, but by the time it was over, I thought it was Great. I was like, wow, I did not see that coming. So that was good. Eddie?
2: 1960, Alfred Hitchcock's, Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. Dude, that's so good. Have you seen that one?
0: Bro, I don't know.
2: No. Oh, you, ga- you guys need to watch Psycho. Psycho's really, really is good. Is it
0: good because it was good compared to the other movies in 1960? Well, I don't know. I wasn't alive back then. Okay, Joe, Di- Joe DiMaggio is what we're <laughs> <story laughs> oh, doing here? I like watching it. Okay, we got Alfred Hitchcock. It's And we got
4: Jordan Poole. <laughs> oh, my, we're <laughs> idiots. Lunchbox? It's a tie. Between Nightmare on Elm Street and The Stuff. No, I've, I've seen The, the Stuff. The Stuff's about
2: yogurt, right? Yeah,
4: it takes over, it eats you, and it like takes over your body. Like When you're a kid and you watch that and then your parents try to make you eat yogurt, uh-uh. Jamie Lee Curtis in that, too? I don't think she was in that. I don't think anybody famous no, was in that. No, yogurt commercials. That's what
0: yeah, she was
6: yeah. In. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Amy? Silence of the Lambs.
0: Oh, Ooh, that's good messed up.
6: Mike, what is the actual winner of the best horror movie of all time? Mine is Halloween. That's the movie that made me love horror movies. From back in the day. Yep. They they made new ones, right? Yeah. The new one comes out this weekend. There's
0: another one that comes out? What is this? The number eight? Halloween Ends. It should be the last one ever. And she's still in it? Jamie Lee Curtis? Yeah. We had her on the show. She was quite delightful. Wasn't she? Yeah. she's she's awesome. awesome. I remember her being just really cool, like talking about whatever we wanted. Hey, screw Steve. What's your favorite horror movie of all time?
3: Mine is uh, called Wolf Creek. It came out in 2005. It's based in Australia and these guys are on like a little road trip. And they go somewhere in this part of Australia where all their cell service is cut off. I think it's due to some, like, I'm middle. already scared. And then they run into this guy who's, like, trying to help them. And he's, like, this country guy. And then eventually tries to kill them all. And they try to escape. It is awesome.
4: Oh. Is 50, it? 54% on Rotten
0: Tomatoes. I don't care what Rotten Tomatoes says. He knew Tomatoes he says. was going to pick something obscure. He scoops <laughs> Steve. It's awesome. Wolf Ra- Creek. Raymundo, what about you? Pet cemetery. Dude, that's old school. That's good. I think all the animals die. It's terrifying. That That's sad. Yeah. That, that That's just a sad movie to me, just animals dying. <laughs> My favorite horror, the worst horror movie ever is those Sarah McLaughlin commercials that come on. Oh, yeah. Where Don't the animals have one eye and them. <laughs> that's when I get really, that's why I have nightmares over in the middle of the night. Okay, so we'll put this list up in the top five scariest of all time, and we'll even ask this question. You know, what's the scariest? We'll put it up on our Facebook page. You guys can hit us up. Just go search for the Facebook page, Bobby Bones Show. Bobby Bones Show. Hey, it's
1: Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in Hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped to push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%.
0: Audible.com slash The Boar's Nest.
1: men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. And all Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition, which is super cool. They've got timeless styles that are always on trend, and really, you just got to stop by your local Tecova store, try them on for yourself and see what I'm talking about. You can have a complimentary drink while you're there, shop new styles, the smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized, which I love. And they've got regular live music and events. There's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S, and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
0: Celebrating a milestone today, producer Eddie has had his kids, his adopted boys, for one year, huh? Yeah, today or have they marks. Been adopted for a year. Uh, uh, one year
2: today was when we were in the courtroom and officially adopted them.
0: Dang, that was a year ago. That's awesome. Yeah, isn't that crazy? We got all dressed up, drove like south of town. Uh huh. Walked in, missed most of it. We were uh, like, oh, yeah. A, a little you late. You gave us a wrong time. We got there and it was already over just about. <laughs> you know, you
2: I think you made the final ceremony and then you made the final picture, which is good because that picture will last forever. Yeah, that's
0: all anybody remembers the picture. Right. <laughs> Unless I yell, <laughs> we were late. Uh, so for those that are new to the show, I can tell you just from my experience, one day I wake up and I look at my phone and I, Eddie's like, hey, uh, I don't know if you were late or you just letting me know. But he's like, uh, yeah, sorry, I'm going to be a little, little tired. Yeah, we, we, got a, we got a new baby. Wait, what? Yeah. It's kind of what? what? You got a new baby? And you're like, yeah, I went in the middle of the night and fostered a kid. And that was crazy. And I was like, I remember talking to you after the show, and I was like, what happened here? How did you all of a sudden have a new baby? And so you're like, it was something we've been working on. And your wife was really into it and was pushing you to do it. Yeah. Yes. What's funny is how you've changed so much from having these two. Because then you got a call a couple weeks later going, hey, you want his brother? Yeah. You were like, I'm stressed
2: about his brother needs a home. Will you take him? Like, oh my gosh, that's two. I mean, we go from a family of four to like six, like that. I was really stressing out.
0: And so now here you are, and it's every time I talk to you off the air, you're like, it's the greatest thing that ever happened.
2: Oh man, my life is just different in in a great, great way. I couldn't picture my life any other way.
0: Uh, Are you sure? I mean, not now. Now that it's like (laughs) four three four tas three tasmanian devils oh it's chaotic you come over to the house it's like three tasmanian devils (laughs) and your oldest son he's cool we'll just talk we'll just hang out it is chaotic yeah yeah well congratulations man thank you man uh and then because of your two newest boys you're doing a lot more coaching in sports yes and so you're coaching your kid one of your kids basketball team yes but you are taking a kind of a a cue from Lunchbox, and now you're asking our listeners to clear your list. I don't I, think this is a good thing to do. I oh, didn't think that yeah, I would, would.
2: I didn't think I would agree with Lunchbox. Yeah. But when it, when I took on the coaching role, I realized that I'm gonna have to buy equipment like cones and uh, a bag to carry but everything and jerseys. On, but
0: you took on the coaching role and basketballs. and basketballs and basketballs. Okay, do you have a list over there? I do have Did a list. See, how much is it total? Did you? Add I
2: haven't up? tallied it up yet. I mean, because y- you're dealing with different brands here, you want really good basketballs. It gets a little pricey.
0: We can't put lists up for every personal
2: thing that we want.
1: Yeah. And like, did you make fun of Lunchbox or get onto him yes. for doing this?
2: I think if you look back, I didn't really say anything. Okay. Because
0: you knew you may also invoke yeah. <laughs> that, the <laughs> list rule oh, someday. Great. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. What, what's on your list? Go ahead. You want the list. Okay. Yeah, so, but Eddie is coaching. Are you coaching two teams or just one? No, just one. Just one. Okay. Relax. And so, as teachers put up lists every year, Lunchbox goes, I'll do that. And he put up his list of groceries. And all the listeners bought all those groceries. We're like, you can't do that. It's amazing. It's awesome. And then, okay, just read me the list. I don't want people to buy it. I just okay. want to hear what you have. Go.
2: I have a coach's clipboard. This is the one that's a dry erase board. And it's got the, the cord on there and you can draw plays. Yep. That's not too expensive. Okay. I need cones for drills. At least 10, 20. What about
0: street cones from construction sites? <laughs> those will work. If you, okay, go ahead. <laughs> you want
2: to donate those? Okay. Those will work. Also, we need some uh, indoor basketballs. Good quality indoor basketballs. Maybe four or five. Uh, jerseys for practice, you know, you do like skins and jerseys, like they're like skins. neon.
0: Do kids play skins? What? Yeah,
2: sometimes, yeah. but but so you don't make them take their shirts off, you make them wear like bright neon jerseys. Got it. All right, we need that, and then we need a bag to carry everything in it. I have a whistle; we're good with that, so I don't need
0: a well, whistle. Well, that's the whistle live bot.
4: Yeah, well, so I cleared one item off the list. You've donated. Thank well, you. You might need laundry detergent if you're gonna have to no, wash now, all those. Now pennies. lunchbox
0: wants you to I'm just saying, like you put put have stuff lunch- on your list for him. <laughs> you might need
4: broccoli. <laughs> you never you know when you're going to make a casserole.
0: Uh, I think that you took on the coaching duties. So, I, But I don't think you can ask our listeners for them to fund your list. What's next? Ray's going to come in here and be like, I need a Saturday list. We go out and I need a case of White Claw. <laughs> need some gas for the car. We can't do that. This, okay. is, a, this is a platform. we got to be responsible. We're like Spider-Man. We're all right. With responsibility. With great power comes responsibility.
2: You're right. What about you guys then? Do you guys want to donate to the list? I'll help with the list. Okay.
0: Just tally it up for all of us. Nice. High quality basketball. Well, I'm not going to help. No, no, no! Don't go highest quality. What do you mean? Just Wait. do middle. Just tally it all up. You know what? I just thought of one. And
2: a th- pump for the basketball because yep. sometimes they go you need flat that
0: too. <laughs> tally <laughs> it
4: all up. Okay. You need Jordans because if you're going to be a coach, okay. you got to have Jordans on. For him, for that, <laughs> <Dad, laughs> the coach. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You got to look good. <laughs> Let's go over and talk to Stephen. Stephen is a veterinarian. Hi, Stephen.
5: How's it going, Bobby?
0: Pretty good. Appreciate you calling. What can I do for you?
5: I just wanted to call and check on old, I think it's Stanley was your dog's name yesterday that was having some surgery on his hind limb ACL.
0: Yeah, which by the way, fun fact for all of our listeners who didn't know this because I didn't, dogs only have two legs. Don't be fooled. The other two are basically arms because they don't have ACLs in them and ACLs and MCLs are the, the ligaments on the front and back of the knees, like that situation. And so it's only on the back two legs, which means the front two legs are actually arms. So they should be walking on their hind feet with yeah. their arms just dangling, if you ask me. <laughs> uh, I have a three-year-old bulldog, and he has been in and out of surgeries through his whole life. He was pretty unhealthy. We got him, but he's been pretty healthy the last year or so. And he tore one ACL completely in two, and the other one was was torn halfway on his legs. And so he was limping for a while, and then he just got to where he just walked straight leg. And the vet was like, you know, you could put it off a little bit if you want, but eventually if you don't get them fixed, his leg's going to be way arthritic. So we just said, let's go. We'll try to put him in. By the time Christmas comes, maybe he'll be better. And if we travel, he can go with us a little bit. So we put him into surgery yesterday. It was very sad to take him and leave him, as I'm told by my wife, because I was not there. I was here working. And she was like, it was was very sad to leave Stanley there. He stayed the night there. But they said they were going to call us when the surgery was successful and finished. And so at like noon, I'm waiting for a call because that's when I thought it was going to be over. Nothing. One, nothing. Two, nothing. So I Stanley died, right? That's in my mind. Oh, gosh. In my oh, mind. Oh. And they had me sign a paper that said if Stanley died, I was cool with it. And I wouldn't sue him. And I signed it. So I'm like, well, I'm about to get real sad because for sure my bulldog's dead. And then they called and said, hey, it's good. It's all good. Surgery's good. And I was like, oh, thank God. So we didn't pick him up last night. They wouldn't let us. They kept him. They supervised him. He slept all night long. I was thinking how miserable he was just sitting there going, what's happening now? And my wife said, as long as he can sleep and has got food, he's happy wherever he is. Yeah. And I'm like, no, he misses me for sure. She's like, <laughs> no, no, he's, he's good. He loves to just sleep and eat. So we bring him back home today. I'll pick him up after the show. I haven't seen him yet. He uh, has a big old air mattress thing. We bought him for a cone because those big, those cones are terribly difficult to navigate in the old plastic ones. And it'll be a pretty uncomfortable two months as we have to keep him either in a crate or in a room, a small room, or on a leash because he can't go wide open for a long time because if so, he could re-injure those ligaments. But it seems, and Stephen, I appreciate you calling, it seems like he's going to be okay as of right now.
6: Well, as a fellow veterinarian in the field, I'm glad that it was a successful surgery. I've been thinking about him all yesterday and this morning, so... Appreciate all you do on my way to work every day, getting me in the right mindset, and just hearing about your pet yesterday was a great start to my day. So love you, Studio. You guys have a great day.
0: You have any coupons for surgeries I could use, <laughs> Stephen?
6: <laughs> uh, care credit.
0: Yeah, that's tough. Okay. cuz yeah. one leg was expensive. Two legs was real <laughs> expensive. Uh, just trying to get one, one of those what are those coupons they sent on the email and oh
1: Groupon Groupon yeah. yeah
0: trying to get a Groupon for two ACL surgeries for a bulldog they didn't have it alright appreciate that uh, let's go to the news thank you Bobby's Big Stories according to psychology today most people are bored in their lives
4: much more because you bored in your life no I'm not bored I mean some days I guess, it but... slowly starts to unravel. Uh, okay, I'm he de- bored. He depresses
0: himself <laughs> as he talks <laughs> further.
4: Yeah, I mean, there's... I mean, it's pretty mundane. You do the same thing every day, but the kids keep it a little more exciting, and they keep you on your toes, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I wake up, I come to work, go home, take a nap. He starts crying. Hang out with the kids, <laughs> and then my wife and I watch a couple... Uh, TV and then we go to bed. So, yeah, I mean, it's not, there's not a lot of excitement. According to a new
0: survey, the average American's bored about 131 days a year. Wow. So, broken down, the average person spends a whopping third of the year bored. Thursdays and Fridays after work is when we're the most enthusiastic with the most things to do. Most people deal with boredom by drinking. Mm. Oh, man, yeah. that's not good. Or binging a show. Yeah. That's from Psychology Today. I am not bored at all. I should be a little more bored. I'm most creative when I'm bored. I just don't allow myself to get there too often. But I think me being a little more bored is kind of a goal. I don't pursue it actively, but when it happens, I'm like, good for you, me.
1: Yeah. And then I'm like, that's (laughs) weird you're talking to yourself, me.
0: Uh, Next up, a man allegedly on magic mushrooms arrested after assaulting crew members on a United Airlines flight. That ain't very magic. Those should be called mean mushrooms. (laughs) Like magic, I feel like, should make you like fun. Chill. Do magic stuff. (laughs) Or just like... (laughs) Ooh, Mm -hmm. hey. You should be like uh, an 80s magician. Uh, About an hour into the flight, a passenger yelled profanities, assaulted at least two flight attendants, and opened a locked bathroom door while someone was inside. Man, when someone opens a door on you and you're sitting on the toilet, that is the most vulnerable you could possibly be. Does that happen to you? Are you kidding? Of course. I've done it both ways. Where you're sitting on the toilet and someone opens and you're like, or when you open the door and you're like, see anything and then, then you just <laughs> sh- slam it and you're like oh my god and then you don't talk to them for a year or make eye contact uh, right. nope. we've all done that right, yeah, 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 right yeah, there. Yeah. oh my gosh uh, at one point during his outburst he broke a small plastic piece of the bathroom door and then just kept opening open the door like pulled it again this doesn't sound like magic to me magic mushrooms I don't like mushrooms anyway like on pizza or anything but a magic mushroom sounds appealing yeah it's not about the flavor or the taste. Magic. It makes you feel magic. The, yeah. This <laughs> doesn't feel magic. No. I've never, never seen a magic mushroom. Scooby Steve, ever seen a magic mushroom? You seem like a magic mushroom guy. <laughs>
3: uh, yeah, I may or may not have had some of those in my Did you feel life. magic? <laughs> they make you laugh a lot. Why this you have guy? not laughing? That's why it makes no sense. It must have been mixed with something or cut with something bad because it makes you have a great, incredible, fun. I'm not trying to promote this children, by the way. But, Children. You, but, you, yeah. but you laugh it's a after lot. It's after eight.
0: It's after eight. Okay, you
3: laugh. It's fun. Everything is very relaxing. <laughs> I took it at an Umphreys McGee concert in San Francisco. It was awesome.
0: Who? So, first of all, a lot of things to unpack here. Number one, he goes, in my past life, and then all of a sudden he re- reverted. to Yeah, yeah, I took it. It was, it was me. At a, <laughs> at a who concert? Umphreys
3: McGee. They're like a jam band, like in that Fish, Grateful Dead type. Proud. Unfreeze McGee. Umfreeze. Oh, umfreeze. Umfreeze McGee. I think you actually like them. They're pretty cool. Were you in that band? No, I was not. No, they're a pretty big band. They tour on all the country and stuff.
0: Well, it doesn't have very magic. And when Steve goes, when Scooby Steve goes, yeah, and you cut it with, I'm like, oh, he knows a little too much. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know anything about that kind of stuff. But I didn't
1: even know you cut mushrooms. Well,
0: you can't, but you can
3: add, put stuff onto it, like sprinkle stuff. And like A1 probably, sauce. Oh, yeah, my. Like A1 sauce. And that yeah. may be a bad
0: chemical mix. Freeze <laughs> McGee, I'm looking at him here.
4: I got 68,000 followers on Twitter. How many
0: freeze shows did you go to? I've been to a couple um, that I can remember. I'm no, just kidding. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, next in the news from NBC News. Serial the podcast did it. He will
4: not face a new trial. Lunchbox, I know you've been following this. Yes, they the the, the DA whatever you call him prosecutor said yesterday the trial's over. He's re- like we will not retry him. We did DNA and none of his DNA was found at the scene. Adnan wow. Saeed. Adnan. He sent, spent yeah. like twenty three years in prison. For I listened this. to the whole
0: podcast originally. It's just
4: unbelievable. But I was like, yeah, I probably did it. <laughs> really? i even after listening well, to the
0: podcast. There was so is, much I doubt. Believe everyone is innocent. I watch like the the Stephen the, the guy. Steven, from Avery. I'm making a murder. I'm like, yeah, he's 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 innocent. And then everybody's like, no, let's look at the real facts outside of the documentary. And I'm like, yeah, he's guilty. So then I just everybody's guilty. I just counter how I feel because I'm usually wrong. So I just felt like, yeah, he probably was guilty. But no, they straight up said he. They don't think he did it. And then this DA's is like, we're not pressing charges. Wow. So yeah, he's free.
4: Like a, yeah, he. Had, they had a month to retry him, like say, hey, we're gonna re prosecute him, and they said, nope, he's gone. So walk out of. He's off a house arrest, everything. If you know. That A prosecutor
0: kept pushing, even though he knew or she knew that they weren't guilty. Is that a thing? Like, can this
4: person get in trouble? Well, this prosecutor wasn't in office when he was found guilty. So it's a new person. But what about the other
0: one? If there was some shady stuff going on where it's like, I want to win this case for a political reason so I can run for office or so I can... Like, because that happens all the time. Mm Mm-hmm. And so is there not some sort of law that if you knew that and you still put them in jail that you should get in trouble?
4: There should be. I mean, I I feel like they have protection against that for some reason. And I don't understand why when you have so much evidence, why it's so hard to get someone out of prison because they've been working on this for years.
0: I would assume because there was a trial and then there was an appeal. And if both were unsuccessful, it, it should probably... Be
4: so hard. hard to flip a third time because yes. you've
0: had two opportunities already. Yeah,
4: but I mean that's. But they say he maybe get he'll get maybe two million dollars for being uh, in jail. For well, treatment. that's not enough, no. That's no. Not especially enough. if he didn't do it. But
0: what's probably enough to him is to be out of jail if he was in wrongfully. Listen, I'm not a lawyer. I'm a doctor. I'm not a lawyer. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> you know, I'm talking medicine. I'm here, but other than that, a new study raises questions about the effect. Oh, great effectiveness with colonoscopies. Right after I get one and oh, go through that oh, process. Yeah. yeah, tune me up. Go on, go on up the hole. Yeah, good. I need to do this. Something that's very effective. Wait, what? <laughs> Apparently not. A new study published in the New England Journal of Medicine has found that regular colonoscopies do not reduce the risk of death from colorectal cancer. Cancer. Now, this is just one study. Colorectal cancer. Not an easy thing to say. So, But I would say, though, it probably does better. I am a doctor. Let me talk about this. Yeah, yeah. Come on. I would say that if a tube goes up your butt and they can see things and they see something bad earlier, they can see it, detect it, and go into it. Yeah. I would think just generally that's what happens. But one group is invited to undergo routine colonoscopies while the other group underwent standard care without the invasive screening procedure. Well, there's the deal here. A lot of people don't even get standard care. And so you have two groups that are getting care. You need a group that has no care at all and see what the difference is. But I hate to be that group. No. All right, you're going to have three groups here. You're going to get a lot of good care. You're going to get eh, pretty good care, and you're going to get nothing. Mm-hmm. So regardless of how sick you get, you have Ooh. to be mm. like a portion of America, and you get no health care at all. That would be a bad group to be in. You sign up for for one of those little tests, and is what you get to be in. <laughs> yeah, well, I still encourage people to get it. Yeah. The Voice, Blake Shelton leaving after 23 seasons. You know, I was told that was happening. They were like, hey, you know, Blake's leaving The Voice like a month ago. And I was like, I did not know that. I don't even. I don't watch The Voice. I don't. Listen, I was an American Idol guy for four years. <laughs> I don't even watch that anymore. <laughs> I don't really watch a lot of performance shows. Do you guys watch them? No, not yet? really. No. I watch clips if they're real good. I will watch YouTubes of the performances exactly. I'm not trying to watch all the talking in between. I'm not a big listening to get people talk guy. As I talk, <laughs> but I think did, Blake makes hours. that
4: show. If you ever watch it, he's the funny one well, on that's the why, show. That's why I was on for twenty three seasons. And so I don't know where they're gonna go after this, but mm. is Levine still on there?
0: I think they all switch out or something.
4: Oh. Nah, he's t- he's too busy DMing.
0: <laughs> he never turns his chair
4: around, and they're like Adam,
0: <laughs> <laughs> are you ever gonna turn around? Oh, sorry, man, sorry, I was. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> uh, so Blake's leaving after twenty three seasons of The Voice. Uh, Mark Hoppus. From Blink 182 is putting out a memoir about him beating cancer. It cancer bad. He oh, beat yeah. it. But in other Blink news, Tom DeLonge's back with the band. Wow. So they're all back together. So everybody that's excited about this, you're old, like me.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And everybody that's who's
0: us. not excited about this, you're, and you're right. clueless, hey, good for you. You still have your youth
4: ahead of you. Did some guy leave the band for something? And now Forever.
0: They've been touring with a different singer for years.
4: Oh. Mm-hmm.
0: So, but they haven't been a band. For real, for real in years, but they're going to get back together and make a whole bunch of money. And, and I always for.
2: felt bad for the other guy, because he was just filling in that slot, and I, it was just never the same. Yeah, know?
0: it wasn't the same, but he was making good money. Yeah, I mean, it was good for him. Like, what band was he from? Alkaline. Alkaline Trio. which had some moderate success, but he was getting to sing with Blink-182. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And then finally, California legalizes digital license plates for all vehicles. And everybody's like, you know, what if they hack into it? If you got to hack something, that's the one. <laughs> the license I'm cool. plate yeah, number? Yeah, cool. <laughs> Who cares? If you got to hack something, if you got to itch to hack Russians or Chinese, you want to hack a digital license plate, we cool. Yeah. Just stay out of the grids and the airplanes. You want to hack a license plate, do something funny like B-T-H-O-L-E. Good for, <laughs> good for you. I'll get a good laugh out of that too. You know? Like <laughs> hack away. All right. That's the news. Thank you. Those uh, were Bobby's Big Stories. Let's talk to Mike in Tampa real quick. Hey, Mike. What's going on, buddy? Morning, studio.
5: Morning. Morning. So I just want to take the time to uh, thank Eddie for what he does as stepping up for a basketball coach. And uh, I agree with you a lot of times, Bobby, um, about a lot of things. But today I don't agree with you. Um, What Eddie's doing on putting that list out there I think is a great thing. He's volunteering to do something uh, for kids. Um, he's not getting paid for it. Um, and it can get very expensive. I've been a basketball and baseball coach for 20 plus years at all kinds of levels, including high school. And, uh, it can get seriously expensive. So I think it's a great thing that he's putting that list out there and hoping they get some help because there is no help and it can get extremely expensive.
0: No, it is not a good thing. We can't go and put every personal thing that we do ever up on a list and go, please listeners pay for it. You're right, but I got the tally. But I think generally it's great if people want to help out with other... But on this show, we can't take every personal thing and put it out there. Amy could show up and be like, hey, we're doing this with my kids.
1: Well, th- if this works out right, for the, him that's at this saying, rate, like... Okay. It's slippery slope. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Lunchbox did groceries. Yeah. And Eddie, yeah. Eddie's not just volunteering to make the world a better place. Like his son needed a coach. Yeah, but there's
2: like eight other kids on there too. And nobody man, else was man.
0: doing it. He's like, I guess I'll do it.
2: <laughs> kind of got forced into it. <laughs> yes.
0: And then Ray all of a sudden needs gas money. And it's just a it's very slippery slope. Yeah. We can't have us throwing lists up. If some of, people on the show want to jump in and help you out, that's great. What's what's the tally?
2: Okay, so we're looking at $200 total. Wait,
0: All, okay, I'll, I'll cover your list. $200? Hold on, no, I think I added something. No, 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 no you can't do that. I'll wait, want, that you, you got so... basketballs for $200? $30 each for the basketballs. All in, it's
1: $200. All the cones and everything? Yeah. I tell
2: you what, I like can I name the team? Can they be the Boneses? They're already named. The, what's their name? The Lakers. It wasn't even my decision. I would have named them the Spurs, but they're not the Spurs. That's another story for another day. But if
0: I'm going to sponsor the team, can they be the Laker Bones?
2: Yeah, I think we could do that. I think officially...
0: How about the Boney Lakers?
2: Okay, whatever you want, man. Hey, if you're going to donate money, whatever you want. But they have to be the Lakers? They're already the Lakers. They're already registered in the league as the Lakers. I don't know why my wife did that.
1: Oh, wow. So it's her idea. Yes. Why did she pick the
2: Lakers? She just thought maybe the kids would like being the Lakers versus the Spurs.
0: And I'm like, no, the kids don't care. They want uh, to be the what Spurs. What I told Eddie was, name them the Thunder. I'll call the Oklahoma City Thunder basketball team and get them to sponsor the whole thing. I agree with that, too. That would have been awesome.
2: Because the Lakers they will to answer our call. They're not. They don't care about us.
0: Dang. Okay. My Okay, two things here. One, you can't put your list on the air. Okay. Two, if it's $200, bucks, i will cover it. the list. In parentheses, they can be the the bony Lakers. Bony they Lakers. be the, the parentheses bony, but it be said the Lakers. <laughs> all right. All right? Deal. All right. All right, Mike, thank you for the call, buddy. I appreciate you. All
5: uh, right, thanks, guys. All
0: right, uh, see you later. There he is. There's Mike. Uh, all right, let's take a break, come right back. And when we come back, animals attacking humans. That's, that's the story. People just just to talk about wild animals all over America.
1: Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in Hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%.
0: Audible.com slash the (sighs) boar's nest.
1: men's and women's boots apparel hats bags and more and all Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition which is super cool they've got timeless styles that are always on trend and really, you just got to stop by your local Tacova store, try them on for yourself and see what I'm talking about. You can have a complimentary drink while you're there, shop new styles, the smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized, which I love. And they've got regular live music and events. There's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S. And find your new favorite pair of boots today.
0: Talk to Eva in Texas, who's on the phone right now. Hey, Eva, thank you for calling the show. What's going on?
8: Hi, Bobby. Hi, everybody. I just wanted to tell you, Bobby, thank you. Um, So I don't know if Amy ever had to PCS with her family, but I had to PCS a little bit earlier than my husband in Texas. And it was San Antonio, and it was about the same time that you were having a show here. I think in New Braunfels at the time. It was in July, and I was pulling into my parking lot of my first uh, job here in Texas and had an anxiety attack. And you guys were talking about something, and that day you, I was a- you had me laughing to where I was able to stop my panic attack, and I wanted to thank you. And also, you also saved my son's life. I have a 13 year old son who you idolizes. You guys, we listen to you guys religiously. <laughs> um, you had said something on the air about okay, it's okay to ask for help when you're having mental issues or if you feel like you need to talk to somebody because he listened to what you said. He came to us that night and asked us to get him help because he felt like he was going to hurt himself. And now, um, six months later, he is a straight-A student in wrestling three, month, uh, three times a week and is doing really, really good. And I, I appreciate your guys' platform. Wow.
0: wow, that second one. Awesome, yeah. yeah, First one was great. It made me feel good. But second one's like makes you feel like Kind of the reason you do this stuff, right? To affect people. And I wish I would known when I was young that it was kind of okay to ask for help or that talking to somebody wasn't embarrassing. You know, I I was kind of raised in a very rural. And I guess the reason that we didn't talk about it or was looked upon as uh, weak is because you couldn't afford it. You didn't worry about therapy because you're just trying to worry about paying the bills. And if something was wrong with your mind, well, you just weren't working hard enough. Like that's what it was like growing up in a very small town a uh, rural town, very poor town in Arkansas. But as I got older, I, listen, I didn't know anything about therapy. I've said it many times. My insurance said, hey, you can go talk to a therapist. It costs you 25 bucks. I didn't even know what a copay was. I was like, "Copay? Do I pay? Someone stands beside me, we pay at the same time? <laughs> That's what I you. literally <laughs> thought a copay was. And so I saw in like the little pamphlet they gave us for insurance. I'd never even had insurance. And I was like, I can talk to somebody? And so I went just, I don't know why. Because I was never the person that goes, I bet this will be good. Maybe I just wanted to try something new. Maybe I want to do something to talk about on the show. I don't know. And so I went and then I found that there are experts who are trained to be unbiased, but also they're trained to put you in a, in a place to give you the tools to communicate and live as healthy a life as possible. And that makes you better. And it also makes the people around you better. And there is absolutely nothing wrong Heck, I think you should do it. I think you should take your mental health seriously. We work so hard on our physical health or we think about it a lot. Well, we eat, the sit-ups we do, if we're gonna jog, if we're gonna work out, if we're not gonna work out. Yeah, we do not invest time in our mental health. Sometimes our mental health is so bad, our physical health can't even get better. So, you know, I don't wanna be all hippy-dippy because I don't feel like I am at this point. And I feel like that a little bit because that's how I grew up and that's what I was told, that mental health is not a thing, but it is a big thing. And just being there and encouraging someone to go and work on their mental health, to get help with things, like that's a big part of it. To be somebody who's a positive influence on someone who is struggling with mental health. That's 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 a super helpful and positive thing. So, you know, I, I love that about your son. I appreciate you saying that. That's that's super cool. And I hope he continues to work towards you know, a consistent place. That's all I look for is consistency. And I appreciate you sharing that story. And I hope our other listeners will do the same. There's nothing wrong with telling somebody, hey, I'm not very good today. So would you mind helping me? Because that may have actually opened the door for them, if they're not doing well, to ask you or someone else for help as well. Like you being vulnerable actually allows other people to be vulnerable and they may maybe going through something, through something a little worse than you are. So, uh, well, thanks, Eva. I appreciate that
8: no problem like i said we he literally races out to the car every morning just to hear the the joke part that you guys do because that's the part that we catch but we listen to you all the way um that is our thing he puts you on and we listen to you i buy his coffee at at the gas station and we listen to you for a few minutes in the parking lot as i'm dropping him off to school and i just want to say thank you for giving that voice to my son you know because he he was like well bobby says it's okay then mom mom and dad i need help and we did get the help and my son's a stray a student, and he does wrestling um, four times, uh, three times a week. My husband is his coach, and I'm also to Eddie. I had to step up this season and teach a bunch of seven year old girl, seven year old girls how to do soccer. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> they won their last two games.
0: Eva, thank you. Tell your son I'm very proud of him, and that's just an awesome call to get this morning.
8: You could do a shout out to him maybe tomorrow morning about seven oh five. That way, he would probably lose his mind.
0: <laughs> I tell you what I can do. Let's do a quick little shout out here, Ray. Let's take this and put it on tomorrow at 7:05, and we'll just insert it in the other segment, and then he can listen and hear that there. Is that okay? Can we do that, Eva? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's totally. his name? What's his he name?
8: his mind. Uh, Wyatt. Wyatt is his name.
0: Okay. Here we go. We're gonna do this together. Let me stretch here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It is now time for a special shout out, Eva. Who would you like to shout out this morning?
8: Um, to Wyatt, mom is so proud of you. You're doing wonderful. I love you and keep up the good work. Okay.
0: Wyatt, look to the left right now. That's your mom and her mouth isn't moving because we recorded this yesterday <laughs> and she's very proud of you. And so am I and keep up the good work and, and keep being a, a good kid and, and being very positive. All right, Wyatt. Thank you. All right, Eva, we got it. We're going to play that tomorrow morning. Okay.
1: All right. Thank you.
8: Bye. And then here's what we'll do.
0: We'll mess the with them. Network. Be like, I never called them.
1: Oh. <laughs> be like, one.
0: no, no, I don't know what that. I don't know what that is. No, don't do that. All right, Eva. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Right, bye. That'll be funny tomorrow, right? Yes. Oh yeah. Hilarious. Let's plug that in before song. You'll love, love that. It. Eddie, I've inmode you the money for the bony Lakers. Yes. All I request is that we refer to them on the show as the bony Lakers. The bony Lakers. And we put bones on their jerseys. Oh wow. Ooh, ooh. Sew them in. Just sew.
2: That, that might be a problem. I mean, I think I think the jerseys are already.
0: Done, Like they're part of the league. You just sew a little bone on them. That's it. Hey, you heard? You can send the money back.
2: No, 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 no. No, we can figure this out. out.
0: Just (laughs) sew sew a little bone on them. (laughs) Okay. That's it. It can be on the back bottom. Okay. I like that. Sometimes when you get a sticker and they're like, hey, you have to wear this to show that you've been cleared for COVID when you go on and you kind of stick it like low on your so it doesn't. Oh,
1: they probably have some iron on bones. Yes. And then you can just iron it on easy.
0: That's what I was thinking. The
2: bony Lakers. Okay. You got it. Hey, thanks for being a sponsor. The sponsor. The sponsor <laughs> of the Boney Lakers. Thanks for being
0: the sponsor.
2: Uh, when do you play first game? Uh, November oh, six, I think. Okay, maybe yeah, I show yeah, to yeah. practice.
0: Don't so put them through some
2: drills, you know? Oh, yeah, well, dude, we're going to... My goal is to win the championship.
0: Oh, yeah, maybe, wow. Well, maybe I just show up and run them a little bit.
2: That's what I'm saying, dude. Come coach with me.
0: You whistle here? Where is it? All right, kids. On the line. Nice. You... Stop
2: smiling. Here we go. That's how you get canceled. You're, you get, you're on video yelling video at a kid. Video me going
0: berserk <laughs> on a nine-year-old. Because he missed a screen. Okay. Uh, I do want to talk about this for a second. A uh, Northern California surfer, 31 years old, has his leg ripped open from a shark attack. Mm. Jared Trainer was surfing solo when a shark, boom, knocked him off a surfboard. It's a great white shark. It chomped on a surfboard and then bit him in the leg. He was dragged underwater by the shark. He miraculously survived after after grabbing the shark's body with one hand and then kicking it with his other leg. Wow. Oh. And you're just in survival mode there, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't think you're going, well, strategically, if I can put this foot right there. I think you're just like, oh, my God, let me flail and try to kick this thing off of me. The father of one sustained the wounds to his right leg. They had to be stapled shut. It's about 20 inches long. And the shark got away. <laughs> They're on a hunt, though. I'm trying to catch them. They're looking for yeah, them. Yeah, they got an APB. All right, yeah, we're looking for any shark out there. Uh, that's from People Magazine. So, But it's in America. Here's another one. A boy, eight years old, survives when a cougar clamped its jaws around his head before friends hit the beast with a rock. Oh, my gosh. The kid needed 200 staples in his scalp and neck. Oh. You know oh. what? 200 staples is pretty good compared to death, because I thought yeah. that might be what would happen if a, if a cougar... Wraps his head, his, his mouth around your head. But he's eight years old. He was mauled by a cougar on a camping trip. It's from the Daily Mail. They took him to the hospital. He got life-saving surgery, 200 stitches. That's crazy. You're just walking in a cougar. just puts, Bites a kid's head. Oh, that's terrible. It's like a video game. So very happy the kid is going to survive. Uh, so I have people here that have been attacked by, by animals. <laughs> but no dogs. That's the rule. No dogs. Do you want to hear a feral hog or an owl? Which one first? Ooh, owl. owl. Okay. Logan. Appreciate you calling. What's going on, Logan?
5: Hey, guys. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Tell me your story. Uh, uh, Growing up in Florida, we grew up in the woods. I've been attacked by pretty much everything, but the least vicious one was an owl. He was just sitting in a tree, you know, and then all of a sudden he just flew right at me, smacked me with both his wings, and took off. No cuts, nothing, but, man, to this day, I'm still afraid of birds.
0: (laughs) You know that owl was telling all its owl buddies. Oh, it was God. like this guy walked in the woods again but one two and then got out of there. <laughs> then you had to be like what just happened and why did it happen, right?
5: Mhm. in a row about a week later my dad hit an owl with his truck. First night it flew off, second night he killed it. So I believe in karma. So thank you, dad.
1: Oh my. Wait, wait, poor he owl. Got, he thanks
2: his
0: dad for <laughs> so getting back at the owl. It wasn't even the same no. owl. <laughs> no <laughs> chance. So, he got his owl cousin to for, Uh, It's vindicating. (laughs) Uh, Hey, Logan, appreciate that. Thank you, guys. See you, buddy. Uh, You want to hear a feral hog or attacked by a rooster and a blue jay? Rooster and blue jay. Okay. Heidi in Michigan. Heidi, what's going on?
7: Hello, yes. Okay. um, Well, I guess you can take your pick. I've been attacked by a rooster, a mother blue jay, and my one cat I used to have. All
0: right, line them up. (laughs) Line them up. Give me all three of them.
7: All three of them. Okay. Um, the mother Blue Jay, when I was like four years old, my parents were delivering newspapers in the town where we used to live at. And I went up to deliver this one's newspaper. And was, I remember there was a um, big porch on the front of the house. And Teron and I put the newspaper by the door, was walking back down the porch, and seeing the baby birds on the other end of the porch. And next thing I know, I've got this mother Blue Jay just pecking the living snot out the top of my head. I was not there screaming wow. My dad, I'm right? And my dad finally realized what was going on and came up and rescued
0: me. That's crazy. The bird was like going to town yeah. on your head, like Woody Woodpecker. Heck yeah, yeah. Uh, for those kids that don't know, Woody Woodpecker was a cartoon in the '60s. I wasn't alive either, but I watched it. What, what noise did he make? <laughs> yeah. All right, tell me about the rooster.
7: The rooster. Okay. I was um, with my ex, no, my now ex-fiance, and that we were babysitting his mother's little farm for the weekend because she had to go out, out of state and stuff, and so I went out to go start feeding the rabbits and everything, he went into inside the house for a second to use the bathroom, and the and next thing I know, I've got this rooster attached to my leg that, you know, all the... Um, Things on its feet, and so I can't think what they called Spars. right off, and everything. And, and, and I started screaming. I managed to get a hold of this two by four, and as I'm oh. screaming and stuff, and then he comes flying out and seeing what was going on. He went back in and grabbed the shotgun. Oh. came out, and I'm going, batter up!" And he took off. He took off, he took off <laughs> shooting after the stupid rooster. The first time he shot, the bird ducked, missed the bullet entirely. The second time he shot, tail feathers everywhere. Third time he shot, he finally killed it. So Sounds
0: like a Looney Tunes Mother. episode. Hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Either a Looney Tunes episode or. <laughs> also, she's getting just racked by birds everywhere she goes. Birds are after her. I love the battery. Oh. And he pulls out a <laughs> shotgun while it's on her leg. She's like, No, no, no! Hold on. Uh, Heidi, thank you for your call. That was very entertaining.
7: hold on hold on the story continues for a second there and then his mother called that evening to see how things were going and stuff he's like well things are going fine you know the rooster attacked Heidi and stuff earlier and then she's like he goes so I had to shoot it she goes well did you save the meat or whatever he goes there wasn't enough left of it to save oh man he shot it to pieces (laughs) that's
0: a good call All right, (laughs) I like that I'm entertained (laughs) Heidi thank you let's do we're gonna run through these real quick we got a few more let's go to the feral hog this is Adam in Texas Adam you're on
5: What's going on, studio?
0: Bro, it's all you. Go ahead.
5: Yes, sir. Hey, so growing up in Texas, I know you grew up in Arkansas, and i you all from Texas. Florida also has a bunch of hogs. We uh, we grew up in the south over here, and we had a, fa- a, a group of people that we used to go out. For some reason, we thought it was a great idea to go out in the woods and start searching for hogs in the woods. Well, we found a pack of them. About 40 or 50 hogs attacked us one night. Middle of the night, about midnight, four of us. And they always tell you that if you get attacked by a hog or you see a hog in the wild that you're not after and it's after you, climb a tree. Most of us are big boys from Texas. There is no <laughs> way we're climbing a tree. Right? And me being the biggest one in the group, definitely I ain't climbing nothing. And so, long story short, one of our guys got attacked by a hog, about 450-pound hog actually tore off half of his leg from his knee to his foot oh. and had to be life whited out the rest of us got tusked a couple times and thrown around the woods and we we had a horrible time so whenever they say hogs are are dangerous they are right
0: yeah little right adam
4: that's it yeah
0: <laughs> that's <laughs> it Dang, that's crazy. I, yeah. I was watching a clip on YouTube of a guy who was doing one of these shows where you go and survive in the, the, the wilderness, and he found a pack of feral hogs, and they don't have any food. They have to kill their own food. So he went, and he got under the mud and waited for him to return. He watched him leave, got covered himself in mud, breathing through like a little straw. He came. Woo, boom. Just started chaw, woo, Slicing. Amazing. It was amazing. That's really cool. That's what I want to do. Wow. That's vacation. Some, someday, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All
4: right,
0: one more call. Uh, she was attacked by a hippo. You want to hear this? Yes. yes. Kristen in Tampa, you're on the show.
9: Hi, good morning, everyone. Uh, yeah, it was... Um, my husband's family lives r- um, over in South Africa, so we decided to plan a little trip to visit them. And it was uh, right around my birthday as well, so we decided to make an extended trip to see the wonderful Victoria Falls. And... Um, during that time, we thought with the unique opportunity of going canoeing and different, different perspective of photography that we would do this relaxing birthday canoe trip, uh, which turned out five minutes later to be the worst nightmare of my life. The hippo came out of nowhere and wow. bumped up underneath our canoe, knocked <laughs> us both my husband and myself. And on my brief attempt to swim to shore, it came out of nowhere, grabbed my leg, and dragged me immediately under.
0: The hippo grabbed you and pulled you into the water? Uh, It
9: knocked us out of the canoe, and on my attempt to swim, it bit my right leg and (sighs) dragged me down
0: with it. Did you know it was a hippo when it was happening, or was it under the water?
9: No, um, you saw a brief moment of its back as it knocked the canoe and came up underneath the canoe.
0: And then did you think you were dead?
9: No, uh, immediate instinct was stay calm and hold my breath and try not to drown, um, which is exactly what I did. I had many experiences scuba diving and um, heavily uh, athletics with running and biking. So I had pretty good air consumption. So um, in scuba diving, I've I've dived with sharks before. So staying calm in a a tough situation um, was definitely... I think, my, my saving grace for this entire situation. Is
0: it scientifically possible to pee and poop at the same time? Because I think that's what would happen to me uh, right then. Probably. And then I would just die instantly, yeah. even wouldn't have given the hippo a chance to kill me. So the hippo ripped your leg, and then what happens? Like, Do you kick it in the face and get away? Why did it not eat your whole body?
9: Um, It actually was around my leg, and it tossed me around like a dog toy underneath water. So I kind of crouched up around. Face. And since I knew right where it was and where its mouth was, I tried to grab out um, its lips to try to rip them apart. Um, and I think in doing so, that freaked it out. And it ended up letting me go after about 40-ish or 45 seconds of being
0: under the water. <laughs> That's the craziest story breath, I've ever heard. Yeah. yeah.
1: Wow. I, I was not expecting oh, that.
0: I, I'm, so, I, I'm. It's crazy you're alive. That, that, because hippos are violent. They're strong. They're fast. I only know this because I played that game, Hungry Hungry Hippo. Yeah, yeah, where you eat all the little things. Yeah, I was really good at that. Yeah. If they're good there, imagine them in the water in real life. Wow, Kristen, that's crazy. I appreciate that story. I'm just thankful to talk to you and glad you're alive.
9: Sure, you can watch it on Animal Planet, I Was Prey, or National Geographic as well.
0: Wait, it's on. Wait, did you have a, a GoPro
9: on your head? No, uh, they interviewed me for um, being attacked by wild animals, so uh, they have the full scope of the story and all the recovery, the photos, uh, had part of my quad muscle ripped off,
0: my skin, as well as a broken. A broken what? Dang. Once I on danced with the Stars, yeah. I hurt my shoulder when I fell. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the same? Same thing, man. Okay, good. Just making sure. All right. Hey, thank you. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's a wild story. I appreciate you sharing it with us. You're
9: welcome. Tell everybody to stay off the water in Africa.
0: You know, I don't think a lot of our folks are going over there, but if a couple are, (laughs) stay out of the water. water. Stay out out of the water. Uh, Great call. Crazy call. That's what's up. Thank you. Bobby Bone Show.
9: Bonehead. Story of the day.
4: This story comes to us from Greensboro, North Carolina. A 23-year-old man was looking for a car to steal, and he's walking, walking. Huh. There's an unintended fire truck. Mm. Let me go ahead and jump in that sucker. (laughs) And uh, I'm assuming you wrecked it. I needless to say, he wrecked it, and it's pretty easy to find him in a fire truck. Oh, yeah. But you have to think, if you're looking for a car to steal,
0: and you find a that's that's the greatest thing you could possibly ever find, unless you're stealing it for long-term use. If you're yeah. selling it for a joyride, the fire truck's A plus number one.
4: Yeah, unless you're going to drive it into the woods and then like refurbish it and like change the yeah, color. Yeah, you went a whole new level. Like you want, if you, you paint full it,
0: Property Brothers, and I was just thinking like a fun little ride. Oh yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. but you change the color and there no, yeah, that's not the fire truck, man. Different color. Oh, no, man, I had this for a long time. <laughs> All right, I'm Lunchbox. That's your Bonehead Story of the Day.
0: A uh, voicemail from Jennifer in Tennessee.
7: I just had a good idea
8: that the next karaoke, you guys should all do Nickelback songs. I think
0: Eddie would love that. Oh. I think Eddie's a little <laughs> converted, though. What do you mean? You groaned. Oh. But I think after the interview, you were like, you know, not so bad. Yet
2: yeah, for Chad Kroger or Kruger, like, I was like, he seems like a sweet dude, but the music, I still don't like it.
0: Yeah, what music do you
2: make that's so good?
0: Uh, Raging Idiots. Yeah, you ever listen stuff, to that it? That stuff sucks. <laughs> yeah. Why are you judging him? Uh, here is Danny from Louisiana. When are we gonna bring back
9: Amy versus Lunchbox? I know you used to alternate that with Elders versus Millennials,
0: and I missed that game. Tomorrow. And the loser, we already have it ready, eats ice cream with A1. Yes.
4: Yeah, Yeah, so that will be tomorrow. Oh man, I thought that game was history and we're just gonna leave it to Elder versus Millennials. Yeah, we're gonna switch it up. (laughs) Like you said, like
0: Danny from Louisiana said, don't you switch it up? We do. That'll be tomorrow morning pretty early. All right, I appreciate you guys being here. You guys can hit me up on Instagram, Mr. Bobby Bones. MR, Bobby Bones. We'll see you tomorrow. Hope you guys have an awesome day. Bye, everybody. On Twitter and Instagram, i and-
4: Mr. Bobby Bones.